I'm Mick Jordan and I wrote my brother Tim. I'm Angus Ogue McAnally and I'm playing Tim here. I'm Liz Fitzgibbon and I'm playing Jenny. Hello, my name is Cathy Rose O'Brien and I'm playing Tiz. It's a play about a misogynist, sexist man who needs to get a girlfriend and his sister decides to help him out in the process. And it's a challenge for both of them. I don't know many people like Tim, but I know a few. So I have to be very careful of who might be listening to this. But the original concept was I did a writing class in the Irish Writers' Centre with Fergie McKenna. And one of the first lessons we did on that was come up with a character. And from there, just think only of the character and what the character involves. And from there, you can work on. And I came up with Tim, just as I said, sexist, misogynist. What would be the biggest challenge for him to get a girlfriend? And it stemmed from there. Do you know what the great thing for me is when you tackle a radio play like this, so much of it is on the page there for you. When it's good, when the writing is good, the roadmap is there on the page. So you can see with this guy, not the most subtle or discreet of characters in the world, but speaks his mind, uh, no filter in the way. And there's some kind of, there's a great relief and release in doing that. You can have a bit of crack with it. He's got some very funny lines. I think his heart is in the right place at the end of the day. And it's, uh, it's interesting to see him kind of bumble his way along through this little journey through the story. Jenny, she meets Tim at um, a speed dating event and uh, she's a little probably, I would say, perplexed by him. He's a little bit of a tricky, difficult character and she comes away not thinking too highly of him and then um, meets Tiz, his sister, later on who persuades her to meet up with him again and, yeah, we see how it goes from there. The play is about a brother and sister and speed dating. I, when I read it the first time, well, as I was reading the first few pages, I was enjoying them and I thought, this is fun. It's looking at modern day speed speed dating. That's cool. But actually, it sort of unravels. It's kind of beautiful. You think you're starting with something kind of topical and light and buzzy, but it's actually a lot deeper than that. There are three characters in the play. There's Tim. There's his sister, Tiz. I got her name from watching an episode of The Chase where there was a contestant called Tiz and I thought that is such a classic name I have to use that somewhere and then just Tim and Tiz it just seemed a perfect combination and then Jenny was just the next character I needed someone who would be an opposite to Tim and someone who is very much a modern woman that he would not know how to deal with. First thing I do when I get a script is sit down and go top to tail through the entire thing just to get absorb the world of the play uh, see what universe we're operating in and uh, just work out the parameters for the whole story. Then I'll go back and reread a second time with a more particular focus on the character that I'll be playing. Start looking at what triggers him to behave in certain ways, what he really wants, um, what are uh, impediments or barriers along the way, where the conflict is for him, where the challenges are. And yeah, also I'll take a look to see if, if there's moments where we can have a little bit of crack with it too. When I get a script, what I tend to do is read through the whole thing just to see a sense of the whole story. And then I go back and look at her. I take out her scenes and look at her journey and her arc through the story. She's a pretty easygoing kind of modern day woman. She's a doctor, but it's not the first thing you know about her. In fact, you don't really know till the end of the play. She can handle him, Tim, to a point. She's not too far off from me, except that I'm not a doctor. I'm an actor, but uh, in her temperament and her kind of little bit of sarcasm and humour. She's quite easy to relate to for me. You have to read the whole play. Otherwise, you'll have no idea of the context you're working within. And that is the joy of being an actor, is that you get something. You've either been hired for the job or you're going up for the job. You are allowed to not know where you're going. You're allowed to sit down and enter into a world that someone has created. And actually, if you try and checkmate that or whatever, if you try and jump ahead and look for your bits or oh God, I've got a quick overview, 
you're going to miss all the subtlety and you're going to miss something in the performance that you give. Well, I'm delighted to have Angus Oak McNally playing Tim. He looks the part, I have to say. And then I was thrilled as well, of course, to have Cathy Rose O'Brien playing Tiz. And she's playing it exactly as I imagined her to sound. And I knew of Liz from her play, Kicking Out the Boxes. And I'd heard a podcast and an interview, so I was thrilled to be did so well in that and did so many different voices I said and of course Joe Taylor taking up so many parts in it and everyone a different character he just keeps segueing from one character to another in a completely different voice and it's like different people it's hard to imagine it's the same man doing it and he does it so well at this stage I like to pride myself on the idea that I can get a handle on a script within the first handful of pages I've been doing this for a long time now and specifically over the last decade, I've focused almost exclusively on new writing. So I'm getting a better sense for it as I go. And usually you can tell very early on where this is going to go or the caliber or the quality of the writing. So I like to think I can get there pretty early on. But still, I do get the joyous occasion where I get really pleasantly surprised by plays sometimes as we go, as I go through them. And I love the idea that quality writing still has that capacity to surprise me. Yeah, I think it's always important when you come to a character to put a bit of yourself in it, but to keep a distance as well and to find parts of that character. But yeah, I think, yeah, for me playing a character, I would always like a bit of me to show through, but also to let the character build itself and to find her voice and her look and her way and the way she is. I am actually quite wary of any kind of quick fix idea about what good writing is because through all the different media that we have nowadays, all the different ways to tell stories, I find I am uh, moved or surprised by less traditional forms of writing, pieces of theatre that I see or, or radio plays I hear, things that intrigue me and I think lure me in or make me think, God, I never thought about something like that before. So that says to me that good writing is someone really understanding and committing to the world they're creating. And that's that's good storytelling, that's good writing, is the ability to, to take someone on a journey and for time to stand still. Hard to say how long it took me to write this script because it was developing all the time. Initially, as I said, I developed it in Ferdia McCann's class and it was initially meant to be a short film script, which never got finished. But then when the P.J. O'Connor Awards were coming up again, I said, oh, I could actually turn this into a radio play. And that's what I did from there. So I would say it took a couple of months because I, I struggled with the ending. That's where I had the problem. How was I all the way through? I could have written another two hours of the same action and dialogue going on. But the ending wasn't coming to me. And then it just fell perfectly into place. Nearly 21 years, 20, nearly 22 years doing this now professionally. So as I've gone along to kind of keep challenging myself, I've tried to diversify my skill set. So I'm still primarily, first and foremost, a freelance actor. But I also now do a good bit of producing with my own company, Rise Productions, and significantly more directing in recent times. So I'm very fortunate that I've been working with really great people. Uh, the next show I'm doing is a show by Liz Fitzgibbon, written by Liz and starring her. And what I'm really enjoying about it is, while I thought nothing could ever match the buzz of me performing live on stage, I now realise that I just enjoy telling those stories. And so for me to be able to craft and shape those stories as a director in collaboration with a design team and a, a cast of actors, that I get the same buzz out of it. And it feels fantastic. I adore directing. Well, next, um, I am taking my show, Kicking All the Boxes, on tour. So uh, our next stop is London. So we play the Vaults Festival at the end of January. We have six shows in the vaults in London, uh, which is a brilliant festival that takes place in the vaults underneath Waterloo Station. Very cool festival. It runs for two months and we have a week slot within it. 
So pretty excited to be taking it on the road. I am going into a new area of storytelling. <laughs> I'm really inspired to be here with Angus Oak, McAnally and Liz Fitzgibbon because they have both found other projects. Um, they've created their own work, they've written, they've directed and I am about to curate. I'm about to uh, help with a, a temporary exhibition in the New Museum of Literature Ireland in Newman House in St. Stephen's Green. They have um, a fantastic permanent collection that they're going to be launching next year in 2019 all about the great Irish writers. And in their temporary space, they have commissioned me to curate an exhibition on my grand-aunt, Kate O'Brien. But because I'm an actor and not a curator, they're looking for something, I suppose, that will have fresh eyes. So there'll be performance in it. And it's been fascinating to look at trying to tell a story in a room. <laughs> in a room without lights going up, lights going down. I rewrote it, I would say, two or three times. Again, because I had the ending problem. The ending just went on and on while I was trying to explain it out. And then I said, no, it's just too long. I wanted to cut it back to have a proper punchy ending. And so when I cut it first, there was a lot of lines I really liked. I had some very good comic lines in there, but they had to go because they were slowing it down and they were just there for the laugh. There was no purpose other than that. So cutting them was hard, but I've saved them for another script. The joy of telling stories, whatever medium that's in, whether that's radio or film or TV or, or theatre, the joy for me is in the collaboration. So particularly with new work like that. And again, because I am now as experienced with new writing as I am, I like to think that I would have a reasonable sense of when I can step up with what I feel might be a helpful suggestion and equally when I'll have the good sense to leave well enough alone. And so I do like it when there is still an, an element of collaboration there. I mean, certainly the current show that I'm working on with Liz Fitzgibbon, that's all hers. Every word on the page is hers. But as we developed that, and also she was lucky enough to develop it with the great Michael Murphy, but as we worked it in the rehearsal room, I'm able to gently steer things in certain directions. It's not about even making suggestions all that often. More often it's about asking questions. What would happen if? How about we investigated? And and just to, to kind of pose those propositions that then Liz as performer and specifically as writer can go and and chase after that particular thread. And then, you know, when someone's as talented as Liz is, they come back with this incredible quality writing for you that you go, yeah, I didn't even know that this is what I wanted, but now that it's here, it's exactly right. Yeah, as a performer, it's great to have a show that you can take. And, and that's where it was part of Show in a Bag in the Fringe Festival in 2017. That's what Show in a Bag is. It's that, that's why it's called Show in a Bag. It's literally a show that you can take on the road. It's not too difficult to bring around to tour doesn't have a big set doesn't have a massive lighting rig or anything like that and it's obviously one woman show so it's just me up there so yeah I can fall back on that in times I mean I've I do other work as well so I have other shows lined up for next year and then we will hopefully fit kicking all the boxes in and around those shows so that's that's what's great about it I've spent a lot of time down in the special collections in the Glucksman Library in the University of Limerick they have all the Kate O'Brien papers down there I've spent weeks actually down there uh, going through her letters and novels and short stories and scripts and matching them with photographs and getting a picture of her. She was a feminist. She was really confident in herself and her own intelligence and beliefs and her own voice. And I found her really inspiring. She's kind of from the grave, I think, energising me about how to be an artist today and how to tell stories. And although I don't have her skill set for pen on paper, I hope that my performative skills will... Um, kind of bring her back into the public consciousness. Well, I have another idea for a radio script, which is more an epic. It's a set around a wedding party. But the idea is, and this is why I think it's perfect for radio. You don't know when it's happening. Is it a period piece or is it the present? Because the dialogue and the characters are talking about events 
that are clearly in the past and yet they might be talking about it in the present and it all comes together in the end so it's a number of stories all happening at the one event you don't and from that you keep going back and forth where is it happening when is it happening I definitely never thought I was a writer before and now I can say that yeah I am a writer because I wrote my own show it's got produced it RT made it into a radio play which was fantastic so that for me really proved to me that it, I am a writer. I have been to a lot of exhibitions and there's a wonderful one in College Green in the Bank of Ireland um, about Seamus Heaney. The most effective part of it, to be honest, is is seeing images of him chatting and talking. They have some beautiful images of, of the Irish countryside in one of the big rooms in there. And then you sit on a bench and, and listen to his words and pulling together of nature and his smiling face and his warmth and his poetry, I found really effective. And I, I went to the V&A as well and saw the Frida Kahlo which I think is called Making Herself Up, which really looks at the story you tell about yourself through your costumes, your clothes, photographs you take of yourself, the identity you build and the documents you leave behind. I have been really fascinated by how you can move people through experiences as well as more traditional just plays or films. And I found both the Seamus Heaney and the Frida Kahlo so moving and I felt I, had no, I did know them at the end. And in that episode of In the Wings, we heard writer Mick Jordan and actors Angus Og McAnally, Liz Fitzgibbon and Cathy Rose O'Brien talking about Mick's play My Brother Tim. In the Wings was produced by the series producer of Drama on One, Kevin Reynolds. And if you'd like to listen back, go to rte.ie slash drama on one. rte.ie forward slash drama on one.